Welcome back to When Cinephiles Attack, a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship. I'm Josh, here with... Mella. Lacey. And Rashawn. Does anybody here know how to do the voice? I, okay, I'll do it. I, I, I got it. Great reviewers. Wow, stars. <laughs> yeah. So how are y'all? <laughs> what are you been watching? Uh, I've been watching Hulu's Girl from Plainville with Elle Fanning. <gasps> is it good? Bitch is crazy. The like, story is crazy. Fuck. I had forgot that there was the documentary that just came out not too long ago. Mm-mm. And it was on my list to watch because I was like, love a psycho bitch, gonna watch it. And then just, you know, whatever, didn't watch it. And then... As I started watching this, I was like, damn, I wish I would have seen the doc first. And I even text Lacey on the side, like, will I ruin it if I find out what happens in the end, but I keep watching it? And she's like, it's a crazy case. And I ended up doing just that. And it's, I'm still going to watch it. I'm yeah. still watching it. I remember the trial. I remember when mm-hmm. it happened. There's things, obviously, we don't get in the trial that the director and the writer went into and, like, really delve into that she put into the show and it's it's so twisted and Elle Fanning does such a perfect job with it the the question though the issue with shows like that is is that stuff real yeah it is real and because I that's what I was wondering I'm like no this is too mm," like it just had me side-eyeing a bit and I was like I gotta know I just I'm gonna stay up till 2 a.m just reading about shit and yeah it's real it's pretty good, Lacey. You would like it. I know. I love. I love Elle Fanning. Um, so that's definitely going on the list. If you haven't watched the documentary either, the documentary is fascinating, and it includes like the text exchanges between her and her boyfriend. Like you see what they actually were saying to one another. It's oh, insane. It's crazy, and just very that. sad. Yeah, it's very yeah. sad. What else? What else? Um, I am ashamed to admit this. Uh oh. I watched Cruella. Yes, I did. And and, and it was really good. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. really, really good. <laughs> Emma Stone was great. Emma Thompson obviously was obviously. phenomenal. <laughs> <sighs> So Rashawn and Carmella were right. Cruella is very good. It definitely deserved the Oscar for costuming because holy Fuck. shit, it looks incredible. It's the first live action Disney movie that I feel doesn't really undercut the original source material. You know, yeah. with these villain origin stories, especially with someone like Cruella, I just like want to let them be bad, like let her be a bad person. And I don't think she's necessarily all bad, but they let her be not all good. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. 
was gonna say i know that there's gonna be a second one so i feel like they just set it up nicely to be like okay she's not all bad in this one but wait till the second one yeah you're seeing you see the cracks in the armor in this one yeah michelle i got to see we'll probably speak about multiverses but i got to see a film called beyond the infinite two minutes Hmm. this is a japanese film directed by uh junta yamaguchi i want to say don't look anything up as even as i'm talking about it right now um i got a recommendation from someone to just watch it and i rented it it's not even 90 minutes i think it's like maybe 70 and 70 minutes yeah it's so fun and charming and heartfelt they shot it during quarantine it's a group of friends they started as like an acting troupe in school together and what they do in the 70 minutes is just so fun and such a good reminder that making shit with your friends with people that you love is just unmatched it's just an unmatched feeling which you know what we're doing right now what i'm getting to do with you know one of my other really good friends that i love it's just um it's such a great feeling and you can see the love coming off the screen as the movie goes on i I really don't want to say anything about it i know i say that a lot i'm (laughs) sorry listeners but you really should just discover this movie as it unfolds beyond the infinite two minutes is worth the five six seven dollars to find it on demand I'm so glad I watched it, and it's it's it was incredible. It was just a great experience. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then since we ha- we haven't recorded since this came out, but uh, on our own time, all four of us finally saw everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, baby. That's a Incred- movie. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I may be so bold. Yeah. I have a feeling our best movies of 2022 <laughs> may all have this movie on it yeah we're, sure the, we won't talk about it too much because you're going to hear about it a lot in december january close to a masterpiece it's incredible yeah mm-hmm. i've seen it so twice good. and it's yeah i how, very much how, want to see it again how is it on a rewatch um i don't mean this in a negative it's easier if that mm. makes sense you you really don't know you can't really settle into it the first watch. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, easier sounds like a, a diss. But if you've seen it, easier makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. And another movie that if you can, go into it knowing as little as possible. Yep. yep. That's it. It's phenomenal. We'll, we'll talk about it more in a few months. It has like quickly jumped to top five movies of all time for me. It was Damn. so. Damn. It was so, so good. All right. That's enough of that. What are we fighting about today? Joshua better. <laughs> no, no time wasted. No. Mella, what's up? You have my ass sitting up here watching the sandiest movie I've ever fucking seen in my life <laughs> called Dune. Dune, baby. It's Dune time. <laughs> I put it on the spreadsheet. You thought I was joking when I did it. I was hoping. I wasn't. All right. None of your ancestors learned. My father rules an entire planet. He's losing it. 
He's getting a richer one. He'll lose that one, too. Arrakis is a death trap. Kill him. This is an extermination. They're picking my family off one by one. Let's fight like demons. An animal caught in a trap will gnaw off its own leg to escape. What will you do? Dune is a 2021 sci-fi action drama starring Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård, Josh Brolin, Stephen McKinley Henderson, Javier Bardem, Sharon Duncan Brewster, and Chang Chen. A noble family becomes embroiled in a war for control over the galaxy's most valuable asset, while its heir becomes troubled by visions of a dark future. If you listen to our best of the year episode, you know this is my favorite movie from last year to Lacey's shock. Um, this is catnip to my pussy. It is the perfect movie for me. It's insane sci-fi. It's got huge set pieces. Its action is phenomenal. And of course, it is directed by probably my favorite director, Denis Villeneuve. How do I put this into words? <laughs> It's like if a movie was made in a lab for me. Down to the cast. Freaking Jason Momoa's Duncan Idaho. Are you kidding me? Fuck out of here. It's perfect. It's perfect casting. So I just want to get into it. Because there's a lot to break down. It's, it's a sci-fi epic. I just want to get everyone's initial reactions. And then I'm sure we'll go piece by piece. Uh, Lacey, let's start with you. Oh, honey. Um, listen. This movie... I like it. I'm going to start with that. I like this movie. I do not dislike this movie. It is not a Lacey movie. This is not a movie I would ever choose to go see without you. And it's certainly not a movie I would watch probably more than once uh, without you. But I really respect it. I respect it. I, I, I get it, as I said with Star Wars. Um, I like it. Uh, there are things that do not work for me and there are things that I think could have improved upon it as someone who doesn't know Dune or the book at all. Yeah, I'm a very middle of the road today. Rashawn, we've talked about the movie a little bit and I, I'm still not entirely locked in on what your opinion is. So this is this will be interesting for me. Oh, Josh. Yeah. Um, so Lacey and I have my best friend's wedding. Mel and I have not another team movie. You and I have Dune. Let's let's go, wow. baby. Let's go. Dune, I, bitch. What? Dune, bitch. I'm a big Dune fan. I said this last last year. It was not on my list, but I think I'm more of a book Dune fan. It's okay. So I will be pushing up my glasses a lot this episode. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Nerd. Um, nerd. <laughs> Shut up. Books are great. <laughs> <laughs> Loser. Um, having said that, I struggle with the adaptation of this. Okay. But like Lacey said, I can't deny what was done with the film. Um, so I'm going to do my very, 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 
very best to stay Team Josh this episode. That's okay. Well, we can get into the versus book because Dune more than any, I mean, more almost more than any other property that's been made from book to movie is subject to scrutiny just because of the length and the yes and and the caliber of the book. This is a very dense story and it's very difficult to adapt and translate. I I like Lynch's version uh, as kind of kooky and weird as it is, but this movie is so confident and so assured. It swept the technical categories for a reason. Um, the cast is great. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan, and I I want to reiterate that every 15 minutes. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> Yeah, Mel, did you know this movie is only like the first half-ish of the book? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about it. Talk to me. Because um, you didn't see this in the theaters, right? Absolutely not. Great, fantastic. And that being said, I wish I would have for only the purposes of this podcast. Not like to my own like viewing pleasure, if that makes sense. Interesting. Um... I told Lacey last night that it took me four sit-downs to watch this book. <laughs> One being, I, Marla came into the room, we started talking, I was like, it's fine, I'll watch this another day. The other three, I fell asleep. As you can guess. So, you want to explain to the listeners why this is such a, a thing? If they haven't heard your oh, your deal. Um, yeah, if this is your first time listening, if you clicked on this episode because you're like, I'm a Dune fan, sorry, buddy. Um, sand and movies make me fucking sleepy. <laughs> like, 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 just the Sandman is home and I'm <laughs> out. I don't know why. There's no logic. I just wonder if that's like a thing. I know. I need to like figure that out. But I really wanted to go into this as I did Star Wars. Um, and I know we might compare it because I know a lot of people do, but I mean it in the sense of I had never seen it. It's a huge epic. People loved it. It's also Sandy. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'm going to come out of this and be like, hey, pretty good. And I like Timothy and I like Zendaya, which I knew she wasn't in it that much, but you had me there. I have to say I respect it as a film, but I think it is a fucking boring movie. <laughs> fucking boring? Snooze fest, dude. Snooze fest. What about all the action scenes? <laughs> it's there's... so there's so boring, Josh. Like I can't even even the action handle scenes? it. Yeah, the, I don't know. The... It wasn't like enough. It was like super mid. What? I feel huh? like it was mid. What? Huh? And I feel like. If I have to watch a second one because of you, so be it. But I feel like <laughs> the second so one will probably be better because there's gonna be more action. Yeah, because this this one feels shut the like fuck up, a Rashad. I'm trying part. to convince her to watch it. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to convince her to watch it. You're shut like, up. yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Don't blow this. <laughs> Maybe a lie is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. I think I'm on my own team here tonight, which we may have already suspected. But what? What about near the beginning, the training scene with Gurney? I mean, that Dope was cool. Fuck. 
I do like that. I like that they have like a little watch that makes them see where they get hit. <laughs> I think that's watch. cool. A little the shield. A little, yeah, a little watch. Like I do. There's things about this that I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. But it just, I felt like I was pulling teeth to watch this. Can I? Can I jump in with? Yeah, of course. Mella, because <laughs> I, I feel like. This movie is very one. Speak on it, bitch. Note. Dude, speak on it. Oh my god. Usually in epics like this, we get like a lighthearted introduction to our characters before the war takes place, before the adventure happens. And this one starts dark and gloomy and we're training and we're the reins are being handed over not for one control. smile not one smile <laughs> don't get idaho all. don't get idaho hello barely like barely if he was in it more that that we needed more duncan we needed more jason momoa because that's like when the movie like sang for me there was energy there was life it wasn't just like everything is serious and mm-hmm. scary to me oscar isaac wasn't even like meh he like was regal and he felt like a king but like a like a benevolent good king he didn't feel like this grumpy and then dude. he was out and then yeah. we lost him but that but that's a good chunk of the movie in so you get the opening with like there's some hope and there's some goodness in the world and i agree with ben- benevolent and good there's there's no levity though it's all still very serious. Mm-hmm. I don't mean like chuckle hut levity. I mean like, <laughs> like the the scene uh, before they leave for Arrakis, where he's like, "I wanted to be a pilot." It was like, there's something nice and and real about that. But I like, want more of that. I want more of that to establish. Well, then you don't want Dune. I yeah, do. We don't. I, I do. <laughs> I do because all of these characters are so fucking interesting. They're all so well developed and you you can tell all of these actors know exactly who their characters are. But there's just not <laughs> enough development. They're just like, "Here, go, do it." And I don't know if that's a a a, a tribute to the readers with the screenplay of like giving credit to people are going to come in knowing more about this than you know the average joe i knew nothing and i just i needed a little bit more joy something (laughs) i mean it it, that's the thing though is it it throws you in you don't get any time to rest just like paul doesn't you're i mean ostensibly you're following paul and you don't you Lacey's on team Mella. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I, this is the pettiest of petty picks. I, I feel like you're going to say what I want to say. <laughs> you say it, though. You say it. Why the fuck is his name is Paul? Why is his name? <laughs> we have fucking Leto. We have Duncan, which is like, it's still modern, yeah. but it's like, it's more it's like a- classical. Okay. Then we have Jessica and Paul. So? What are you it's, talking about? Where are we at? Like, why is it his name something cool? <laughs> Paul? The fuck? That's a truck of, driver's name. Of like, all... what? <laughs> like, 
What do you mean? It, wh- what's wrong with Paul? I had at least thought it's a biblical name. It was going to be spelled cool from the subtitle. It's, right? No, like it's literally P A U L. Oh, with the umlaut. Yeah. L Paul. I so, don't know. Especially you, Mella. Mm-hmm. You have a, you don't. You're not always crazy about the sci-fi and the weird right. and. That's just one name. You don't have to like try and remember like Sufir or Gurney. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Paul. So why is that wrong? <laughs> I don't know. It just was like again, it's petty. It has nothing to do with this story. But I was like, this nigga's name is Paul. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Did you feel Jessica? that way with Jessica? Yes, <laughs> yes. Like she's just. Rebecca is her real name, right? The Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, yeah, Rebecca Ferguson. This beautiful queen of a woman. And it's like, yeah, there's she's... Jess. You're like, it's what? Jessica. It's Jessica. It's Lady Josh. Jessica. That's Josh. what. We have what? Stilgar. We have Gurney. We have Baron Vladimir. But Paul. Vladimir's a fucking normal name. Why are you getting mad at Vladimir? Because Josh, it sounds we're, fancy. We're losing right now. <laughs> no! I'm going to die on this hill. There's nothing wrong with Paul. Paul is a biblical name. This, this is well into the future. It, I don't know. It, Even if it was Jacob, it would kind of change my mind a little bit. Paul? I think what's throwing me off is everyone always talks shit about Duncan Idaho and Idaho being the thing. But you're mad at Paul? Do, do they call him Duncan Idaho? Yeah, they always call him Duncan Idaho. And his name is Duncan. What? Duncan is like Knights of the Round Table. Like, it feels regal. It feels royal. (laughs) So is Paul. Paul reminds me. We're going to lose every listener that is named Paul. Sorry, Paul. Sorry, Paul. But Paul reminds me me of like a sad hound dog. Oh, for sure. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Would you rather them refer to him as Maudib? Yeah. No. I don't, don't even know what that, that is, but for sure. Don't say that. Maldive. Come on, we're don't, going to don't speak. We're, we're getting out of we're getting out are of you Iraq is Are you a Fremen? You can't speak, you can't say that. Um <laughs> Rashawn, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the names in this? Not just Paul. Including uh, Paul, but all of the names. They don't really bother me because uh I don't know. <laughs> don't bother me. Don't, it's who fucking cares. What's I think I Luke? think Lady Jessica lends it some regality, but I, I get what they're saying about the Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but you. his last name, but his last name is Atreides, so I, it's. I just think like, honestly, I think it's the one syllable of it all. I think the fact that it's one syllable that you could be right is, like Lacey said, even Jacob, even. Or Mel said, even Jacob, or if even if it was like I don't know, Paulie, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. two syllables would help. Just like John, John Paul, like I would just like forgive it a little. Sean it sound... Paul, Sean, Sean the Paul. Sean Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care what people say. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I think it lends itself to kind of that everyman quality that people want with their messiah stories where it's mm-hmm. just like yeah this is luke and he's gonna be mm. the greatest jedi in the galaxy you know it's so paul is, is just luke's a great name I'll fuck any name. luke i've ever met yeah. um oh for sure i've met a lot of hot lukes hot luke have you met an ever met an ugly luke have you ever met an ugly i don't paul? think i've ever met a luke i i went to high school with luke he's a cool guy he was younger than me so i can't really say he's so cool. you fuck him 
Well, <laughs> um, I digress. We're, we're, um, <laughs> we are almost a half hour into the Dune episode. <laughs> we talked about shit. <laughs> okay. I'm going to... Uh, Rashawn, you hinted at something while you were talking about it, and I think you're going to hint at the same thing that Lacey wanted to talk about, so let's get to it. You there, There is... A bugaboo you have with this movie in some of, in the adaptation or the characterization, maybe what was it? My biggest, well, I can't, I can't have an issue with a movie that states up front that it's a part one. Mm-hmm. You just have to just accept it. I do think I miss some of the political intrigue of the novel. He's very economic with his time; like he has to get through a lot of shit there's three different books within dune the which is the first book of six so he's gotta go through some shit (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah and and this this movie covers uh the first book inside dune and half of the second but there's a lot of stuff before even the attack on arrakis where there's distrust with lady jessica and she is framed as the traitor in house atreides and i just missed a lot of that because it we we don't have time for it yeah which yeah sucks that's valid i mean and there's also a whole less there's basically an an inverse paul the the harkonnens have their own paul fade rautha that like Mm. is not even in the movie right so i get that um as well as a princess, so I think is now Florence Pugh. At the beginning of every chapter, she is narrating her journal entries, telling the story from the future. So this is kind of a, a tale that she is already aware of, and she's just revealing it to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the chapter starts. So all that is just book shit that you can't make into a movie. Yeah, But I feel... It felt like, I said this when we did Lord of the Rings, I do admire that all of the exposition is told visually. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think they ever utter the word mentat, but you get what Stephen McKinley's character is, who he is, and what he's capable of. Yeah, and David Dismalsian. Yeah, but they never explain or have an exposition exposition dump about who he is and what he does. Actually would love, this is a good test. Mella. What what do you think a mentat is? I'm looking at IMDb because I I can't even So Stephen McKinley Henderson and David Dismalchian were our mentats. From Fenton oh. and Ladybird. Oh yeah. with the eyes? Yes. Yeah, what do you think? Like, I what thought do you that think they kinda they were are? like we're gonna tap into the future real quick and then come back. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> is that not it? No. I no. They're they're like they're they're they were human supercomputer for lack of to, to, Okay, to that was it, my second guess was that they were to going give it to a sentence that I that you accept. <laughs> <laughs> tap into the future. That's Just crazy. Tap into the future, okay, come back. Or like a seer. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I guess, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I guess when you see Paul doing it then it wouldn't be outlandish that they do it. Okay. You know what? I retract. That's okay. Okay, maybe in part sense. two. No, well, no, they're not going to change. We okay. still have time. Rashawn, do you see they they probably cast Fade Rafa? 
Austin Butler, right? Yeah. I think that I think that's good casting. Yeah, I don't like his um, face, but I, I don't think, think he looks like he didn't look like Bautista's Dave. son. No. But also, they're gonna like shave his head and shit. So I don't. I don't well, I don't think Tim looks like Rebecca or. I did want to ask that. Did it? What did you guys think? Because that was obviously some people had a problem with it. Some people being neckbeards on Twitter that Timothy Chalamet was Oscar Isaac's son. Yeah, did I mean, it, did it like distract you at all? Did it? Did you not like it? Because I just kind of accepted it. It's part of this world, like. Okay, sure, fucking whatever. I think, I mean, looks wise, absolutely not. But it's fine. Yeah, it's okay. It's we're here. We're gonna watch it. Um, yeah. but I think more so for me, I had an issue with Lady Jessica and Tim's relationship, almost to the point where I thought they were gonna get to the end and be like, "I'm actually not your mom." There is one scene when they're when they're when they're exiled and they're putting on their still suits. Yeah, there's weird, there's weird tension in that scene. What the fuck is that? It yeah, was no. weird. It so did maybe not read like mother daughter <laughs> or mother son privacy. They're alluding to something that I guess he's probably holding for for part two, but I don't want to spoil. <laughs> yeah, no, don't please. Um, but also the book is very internal, so you get like Paul's inner monologue mm. and Jessica's monologues, and it's. I think I feel like they were going for distrust, but I do agree that it read like lustful. Yeah, like I was already having that um, thought, right? Like from the fact that even from the part where she's like, "Wake up, I need you to go here," and then the mm-hmm. scene with the hand, I was just like, "What? Why would she do this?" And then I got that, so I was kind of already like, "Are is that not his real mom or something? Like, or is there going to be a twist? And then that scene on the mountain where they're changing happened, I was like, nah, that's not his mom. Because <laughs> he wants to see her titties. And then, it is I mean, his mom. I don't know, it was just very strange. Do you guys not want to see Rebecca Ferguson's titties? I do, but I, do. I don't think he should as a son. They see. <laughs> like, you don't think she's attractive? I mean, I think she's obviously beautiful. She's a beautiful yeah. movie star, but yeah. So see titties. Back off. Okay. Um, I want to. I want to zoom out a little bit. If we're gonna zoom out, big picture wise, something that I usually takes me out of a movie is big CGI and big digital art in movies versus practical effects. I think this movie is absolutely stunning yeah top to bottom i mean i believe that this is a universe like the world feels so big in this movie and it's not distracting you know and i i buy into you know having to travel to different areas like the length of time that it seems to take it has that heft and that weight and the different styles of the different families mm-hmm. is so yeah. well done. It's mm-hmm. so it's, well done. It, like Rashawn said, it's exposition visually. Like yeah. the moment, the moment you see the Harkonnens, you're like, oh, I get it, I get it. You don't need to see anything else. The moment, the moment you're on the Trades home planet, you're okay. I get it. It's Denny is such a master, dude. Like the scene where the messenger from the Baron comes and and you see. 
Duke and Paul and everyone's waiting to receive the message that they're going to be sent to Arrakis, you see that the Atreides is like clean, they're put together, they're organized, they're uniformed, but even then the Duke is cracking jokes. Again, levity. He's, you know, how much do you think it costs him? Da, 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 da. And it's like, it, it adds a realness. It's what? That was a joke? I think so. I mean, not a joke joke, not like a Will Ferrell joke, but it's a him making hut. light of a situ a chuckle hut. It's him making light of a situation. I th That felt to me like, uh, how much do you think it costs them to, this must be like some serious shit. Hmm. If they're coming all the way here to deliver a message, this is, this is important. I didn't take it that way. That's interesting. I took it as the Duke is like, look, like, look at them peacocking. Like, okay. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, that, but that's just the 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 interpretation of the interpretation. It's my interpretation of Oscar Isaac and Denny's interpretation of the book, which is that's art, baby. Anyway, <laughs> to zoom out, I wanted to get some opinions because, like we said before, there's a lot of really big name actors in this even it's in the smaller parts i just want to know who everyone's favorite character was duncan and idaho. if it was duncan idaho idaho who your second favorite character was <laughs> damn it um lacy who's yours it's hard because my other i mean gurney clearly but we didn't get much time with him the all the other characters that i was really interested by we didn't get to spend a lot of time with them david desmalchian as i think it's peter peter um peter peter i mean he's gone now but his character was so interesting and looked so fucking weird and cool i mean duncan Hyde so for me duncan idaho and then it's a bunch of like side characters. Like I want more Har Javier Bardem. I want more Josh Brolin. I want more David Desmolchi. And I want those those side characters should have gotten more than Paul. Put attack in that. Oh. <laughs> Rashawn, who? What do you think as a as as a book fan and as a fan of the Lynch one? Who's your favorite in this iteration? Um, I really like Sting in in the original. No fucking way. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but no. Fade is not in this one. But um, I probably I really liked Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. And then I just I don't necessarily like the character because he's gross and nasty. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but I love Harkonnen. I I think oh, Stellan Sarsgaard yeah. does a great job with very little. He eats that shit up, dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad they took out all the, like, nasty... Like, he likes little boys and stuff. It's very oh. gross. But just, like, the visual language of him, like, him floating and him, after he's recovering from the poison, him in the in the bath, it's just a very striking villain. And he... They take away all the monologues and the villain monologuing that he does, and he's just a man of few words in this movie. And I really dug that a lot stellan skarsgård does so incredibly well with his grunts in this like mm -hmm. he anytime he moves the, <laughs> yes and like when he's eating when he's got duke on the other end of the table and talks about how good his kitchen is the way he eats like yeah. perfect villain like mm -hmm. slobbering chicken off the bone yeah so gross but I'd, I'd definitely say lady jessica and then charlotte rampling as mm -hmm. uh, reverend mother the Bene Gesserit. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know they're doing a Benny Gesser- Bene Gesserit spinoff show? I need to just don't. Just let the movie be. I, I, I do. I wanted to say this up front, but I didn't want to not be on your side. I do think that this would benefit from a Game of Thrones style series. Do it's, need. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. And I feel like the this is like the best Cliff Notes version that we can get. Because mm-hmm. it's directed by Denis. But there's so much stuff. Mel, who is your favorite character? Um, I liked Dr. Kynes. Oh, yeah. 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 I think Sharon she, Duncan Brewster. Yeah. I mean, I think she's just... I've seen her in something else, and I was like, damn, she's a shit. Like, just acting-wise, but I think that character... It's such an interesting character. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, think she, up until the very like end of her role, too, I'm, I don't want to spoil it, but um, I just thought it was... Did everything perfectly. Like I mean, it just and it's, all worked. The de- the description of her, I think Paul says it, uh, or maybe she says it, a woman with a foot in both worlds that goes by n- many names, and she like plays that yeah perfectly. Exactly. That's a I great, wa- yeah, great change because that's a that's a man in the book. Oh. I walked away from this rewatch, loving ha- Javier Bardem as Stilgar, and like Rashawn, really appreciating Rebecca Ferguson more. Mm-hmm. There's a Lady Jessica's has has a tall order to fill for a character, in terms of the command that she requires, but also the vulnerability, especially at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Um, she has to do a lot without saying hardly anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has mm-hmm. a very heavy load to carry just behind her eyes, and she does a really lovely job. All right, Lacey, I'm gonna pull that tack out. I don't know why I don't I and that's why like I'm scared to talk about it because he didn't do anything wrong I don't know like he just didn't do it I don't know the I'm character supposed or, the, or his performance his performance like I'm supposed to believe that this little guy is this amazing warrior and the new messiah and I mean his body <laughs> He bodies uh, uh, the guy at the end, so like his fighting skills are fine. Yeah, but he's like eighty pounds soaking wet. Like he's, <laughs> he's tiny, and that's. I mean, he's he does great with the action, and the stunts are so cool. I don't know. There's just something about Timothy Chalamet's performance of Paul. There's just like no urgency in what he's doing and like all of these things are happening inside his brain like his dreams and it just all feels very like dreamlike rather than progressing his character development if yeah. that makes sense everything feels like it's happening to him rather than him experiencing what's happening around him oh goodness what part two has it all see no. I know it. Can I come to Josh's defense and say that this is how I feel about Pan's Labyrinth? A little bit. Why are you attacking me and my movie? (laughs) About the little girl? The way you feel, like, I feel like those tasks, even though she's completing them, are happening to her. And I feel like in the similar vein, Paul... (laughs) 
no, no, he's got they a point. They are very Hold much. On. They are very much the center of their circumstances, where he, he's part his mother and part his father, and he has this birthright to both of them, and he kind of has to just. He's overwhelmed with this birthright and this this responsibility that's on his shoulders and so it has to all kind of happen to him but there's no like there there is never a moment in the movie where i feel like oh there you are like i don't yes i agree with that i don't i never connect with him i never Mm -hmm. see Mm -hmm. that that struggle or that break yeah i i feel like he was going for there's a weight on him mm-hmm. that and those dreams that he has are like because they're they're visions of the future but they're not they don't really specify it but the visions are not necessarily true and so he wakes up every morning and he's just like what i just saw could happen and might happen and she might stab me or i might die in the desert and and he just doesn't know and i feel like he was going for confusion and like apathy a little bit but maybe that's what you're getting is like and you can't fully tell that his visions are basically forking like it's a multiverse like he could it's a fork multiple forks in the road and he basically has to decide which one that's sort of what his visions are and that's never really clear to first time viewers or even second time viewers or third or fourth until the end with Jameis with the Fremen who he kills in that this he you see him have visions of training with Jameis and then you see him have visions of losing that fight and getting killed and that's sort of that's when it explains to you that and i think that's also when paul figures out that oh i'm in control these visions are things that could happen so i need to do them and i think i think that's where i can see what you mean by a lack of urgency in the performance and even in in the character in this iteration of paul i think i think we i think that gets fixed near the end once they connect with the fremens and i think that's also why I th- my favorite paul moment is that fight with Jameis when he first puts the knife up to his throat and screams do you yield i think that's phenomenal line delivery because it it seems scared but it's also aggressive and then lady jessica says he's never killed anybody so it's like oh that's why he doesn't want to fucking do this and so i think i think we get it at the end but i can also see your critique maybe has some validity to it i feel like from duncan's death on i'm on board with paul and with timothy chalamet's performance that's the thing i feel like i'm coming real hard for dune and i'm sorry because i really did like it and i'm on board enough with it that i'm i want the second part of the story like i want to know what happens to this kid but I don't know. It just it Rashawn, you used the word apathy, and that's really what it felt. It just felt so apathetic, and it's like mm-hmm. no, that we have warring families, and <laughs> your your dad just died, and now you're on the run. Yeah, there's nothing to be apathetic about in that. Yeah, the I mean the Gam Jabor scene is is like when he has to put his hand in the box of pain. Phenomenal. It, kind of has to like awaken him a little bit and then i i, I do agree with you in the movie he kind of like recedes back into that sleep just like stone face mm-hmm. <laughs> <Carmella>. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I i do 
sorry, Josh, I'm still with you. I promise. I do wish that they had kind of emphasized the, how overwhelming what his his power is because he's like the best of both worlds of his mother and his father and I don't feel like that's really portrayed here mm. for me what, that was one of those things like when I watched the first half again with Rashawn <laughs> I got things even just in that second watch I was like oh okay but like he's still learning that he's like getting these powers and all of this stuff too but are we supposed to be learning as well? Like, I don't know. It just seemed like from Timothy's performance, there was never a time when I felt like he ever, I guess like just changed the mood to keep it simple. Like he just, like he never discovered something new and was like, Oh fuck. Okay. Let me run with this. It was like, cool. All right, let's fly. Let's, let's get in this ship and fly away. And you're like, okay, <laughs> nothing else. I, I I agree with you, but I I think it's a positive. I just think that's the mood across the whole film. Yeah, and that's just Villeneuve's touch. You know, where everyone's just in this somber movie. If I had to poke holes, I'd be like. This movie's so... I think that's one of the first things I said in a lot of box. I was like, this movie's so serious. But it's a serious story. It is very serious. Yeah. Speaking of seriously awesome stuff, um, <laughs> I want to talk about the fight scenes that Mela apparently didn't like. Not even fight scenes. The action scenes in this, for being a somewhat sociopolitical drama, whatever, some of the best action scenes i've seen in years the the training scene with gurney is fucking <laughs> sick what i'm always gonna have it <laughs> i think the way i think the way denny handles the the uh the holtzman shields the holtzman principles of this is fantastic in that that's the shields because i don't know if you caught this mellow mm. But you can't strike it fast. You have to go through the shield slow, and then you can. That's why when it was red, you can enter it slow. You can't hit it fast. Got it. Denny's handling it, and the fight choreographer with that, I think, added a a really special touch to some of the fight scenes that I think is is really cool. It it, it turned it from just bang bang sword fight to like a little bit more like of a dance and a, a cerebral sort of pull your punches strategically kind of thing and i love that the invasion on arrakis with house harkonnen beautiful set piece close second duncan idaho in the hallway obviously because that's just jason momoa doing what he does best but my favorite action scene i think is in the plane when lady jessica and paul are are bound and gagged and it's them freeing cool. themselves it was sickish and la- cool, but the, lady I, jessica I used call that an action scene I mean, the back end of it, I think, is a little bit when she's using the voice to, and they're attacking, I think. The whole scene is phenomenal, and the, the little action tacked on. One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, I think. You get to see, you've seen the voice sort of, you've given you've been given enough of a hint of what the voice is throughout the movie, and, like, Paul has used it fairly well, and you saw the Bene Gesserit use it against Paul, and you're like, oh, fuck. But then you see it you're able to see it like weaponized and you're able to see just how dangerous someone with the voice is. 
And then, of course, the final fight scene with Paul and Jameis is also cool. That's it. I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. <laughs> oh, Josh. Uh-huh. The voice or the Jedi mind trick? The voice, dude. Yeah. Jedi mind trick is always... I talked about this already. It skeezes me out. But, but one, it's Jedi's using it, so it's like, it's not really a Jedi thing. But the voice, I don't know. The voice is sick as shit. Yeah, I mean, what, 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 what would I rather have or what's cooler? I think what's cooler. I think the voice is way cooler. Sorry. I think the voice is cool as shit. And I think that's Denny's touch. I think that's this movie's touch too, is mm. the, the amping and the and the doubling. I fucking love it. You would choose what would I, the Jedi? If, like if I yeah. If I could I mean, have something, it'd be the, Jedi. Because the Jedi is, is the force is kind of telekinetic a little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. It I is, think yeah. I would go for. If I had to have one, it's Jedi Mind Trick, because that one you can do on the low. The voice is not subtle. <laughs> on the low. <laughs> scary. Yeah. It's scary. Well, what else, Mella? Because right now it seems like you kind of liked the movie. That's the thing. Like, I can't say that it was a bad movie. You know, I'm I not going to yeah. tell someone like, uh, Dune sucks ass. Like, <laughs> it's just not something that I would have watched. Right. Because I mean, it's it like swept the technical so Oscars. far from what I like down. Right. Just the whole goddamn thing. <sighs> like, what else didn't I like? Or I don't, I don't know. Um, Did you like the butthole worm? The butthole worm. <laughs> yeah, the the big, worm the looks big... like a big giant butthole. Oh, <laughs> like, did I miss something? <laughs> yeah, what did we think about the 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 big, the biggest set pieces of all the the sand dune sand worm scenes? Do you like them? I, I like I liked it. it. It doesn't have a name, doesn't he? Like own the the sand? Did I get that wrong? They do the 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 Fremen name them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's the those blades. A lot of them were were sandworm teeth. Those knives. Blade. Oh, I, um. It's okay. No. No. What? Please. No. Please. You can't once you unsheath the blade, you cannot put it back unless mm-hmm. blood is shed. And it, mm-hmm. she does it in the scene when Jessica chooses her. Her housekeeper. Um, does she unsheath she, it unsheath and then it she puts it, it back? No, there's no blood on it. Well, well, what does she? Does she just click it open to look at it, or is she full? I don't even remember now. She fully unsheaths it. Yeah. Oh well, shit. I thought we could get by an attack mentality. <laughs> maybe That's real okay. quick. Maybe we don't even see it. Maybe she like pricks her finger a little bit. Oh like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, no, did, I wasn't uh, saying from someone who watched the first and read the books, Rashawn, did you like the? Did you think they handled the sand? I think. I think they, he, Denny, perfectly portrays the danger and 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 the pure volume of the sandworm perfectly well. I think you can, it's immediate how dangerous they are. Yeah, it reminded me of seeing the T Rex for the first time in Jurassic mm-hmm. Park. It just looks really, 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 really good, which you know it's a big butthole sandworm so it could be really <laughs> silly but i think maybe a plus and a minus that he plays everything deadly serious 
So by the time they show up, you know, it, it's this big epic un, unveiling, unveiling of, of yeah. them. And I think it's handled really well. It looks oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say that I thought I was going to be a lot more lost just going into this. That's that's what I was going to ask you. Like, just like from a sci-fi, like, because I know a lot of sci-fi movies, especially if you're not a fan or you're not particularly interested through no fault of your own, even subconsciously with too much sci-fi jargon mumbo jumbo yeah. can lose people. Did you like, were you able to at least hang on? Yeah, because <laughs> the like the first part that I, I talked about, like watching Marla had come in 30 minutes in. So she was like, can I just start here? And I was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> what? And she's like, okay, so what's happening? I was like, okay, so that's his mom. Uh, he maybe has powers. The spice is kind of like a currency. <laughs> They're on like a different planet. They're going to go to another planet. So I'm like, I got it. Like, there's a lot more to explain within all that. But that's like basically it, you know? And I think like even like seeing the memes prior to watching it, I was like, I'm not in on the joke. And I don't understand it. And I feel like I'm going to watch the movie and still not be in. But I, I was like, okay, I get it. It's you're they're definitely sticking you in this world and they're kind of just like pushing you like go and you'll just figure it out which i appreciate because i don't want to completely be spoon-fed like an idiot i think that kind of takes away from the world a bit with movies like that but i think i was fine i got there i I mean like we said before i think the visuals help a lot so like you save so much time like one 70 80 80 percent of the movies on arrakis so like you don't have to worry about the sci-fi jumping of planets and it's so clear when you're not that you don't even really have to worry about it like it's clear when you go to the harkonnens world it's clear uh when you go to uh, the baron's planet to meet his 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 army yeah so it's you don't really have to juggle the internal like shit where are we like it's right very well handled by denny yeah easy to Um, navigate any last grievances i thought oscar isaac's death was so cool yeah Yeah. it was was really really well done oh yeah do you like that did that do it for him a little side cheek yeah the (laughs) the sprawled out (laughs) mickey oscar isaac move that table a bit though yeah hell yeah no the death is fucking cool and like the whisper yeah it's fantastic. We like knew Duncan was gonna die from the second we saw him, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, like he's he knew. he's too like Look, fun and trusting and friendly. Did you, Lacey? Did you think when you first saw it he was gonna die? Yeah, he yeah. he was too good. Yeah, yeah. Too much light and goodness in a very dark world. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's the textbook. Yeah. Well, we'll see how many movies Denny makes. That's all I'll say. Who wants to play a game? Oh no, not me. I want to play a game. Alright everyone, gird your loins. Riddle me this. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. guessing games. Come on, boy. Boy, play with me. Riddle me that. So, for today's game, it's going to be kind of like a test. So, Mella, put your right hand in this box, please. Oh my god. So, each of you are going to be tested with a box of pain. Uh, Jesus Christ. Each of you will have different tests. Some of you, I will need some speaking. Some won't. 
I don't want anybody to mute, but I need everyone else to also remain silent. It's a test for the audience as well. Similar to Lady Jessica, outside the door, I need I need focus okay. from the others. Okay. Remember your training, Mella. You're up first. So, Mella, I'm going to have three instances for you. Okay. I'm going to need explanations for all three. For these three, I'm going to need you to tell me, I'm going to ask for something very specific. I do not want anything else. I don't want any side commentary. I just want what I ask of you. Okay? Okay. I'm going to give you three different wigs. For each wig, I need you to tell me what's good about it. Okay. Like a one-word answer? No, just a succinct description of something good about the wig. Okay. Your first wig, Christina Aguilera in burlesque. It is a short blunt bob very silky great silky that's what's good about it Mm -hmm. i need more than just a descriptor of the wig i need something good about it it looks real looks natural okay okay your next wig we haven't spoken about i'm sending you a picture for reference please only use your left hand keep your right hand in the box okay taylor lautner in twilight um long tresses uh no split ends at the bottom it's giving native american realness i'm gonna i'm gonna pinch your nerves a little bit because he is not native american isn't he native american didn't it just come out that he wasn't no but in the movie he's supposed to be in the jacob yeah and jacob is yeah yeah. that's fine okay your test is almost complete okay my hand tell me something good about Jada Pinkett Smith's wig. Josh. And the Nutty Professor. Josh. It's, it's, it's really big. So you can see it even if you're at the back of the theater. <laughs> Get your hand on the box. You failed. <laughs> you failed. <laughs> Mela, you are not the Quisette's Hatterack. I'm Jesus. sorry. You failed the test. And my acrylics are crushed. <laughs> no, it's all nerve. It, nothing oh, happens. Okay, Did cool. you not see when he pulled out his hand? It had a little bruise, but I think that was from the box itself. Yeah. Lacey. No. Put your right hand in the box. I don't want to. Put your right hand in the box. Yours will be a form of trivia. <laughs> Fuck. I, will, I do not want any... Again, those of you outside the room, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> You already failed your first test. You're going to hear three different animal sounds. And I need you to tell me that no side commentary, no nothing. I just need you to tell me what the animal is. Okay. Your first animal. A lion. That is correct. And my toes hurt so bad. I'm like clenching everything. <laughs> Butt cheeks just. Animal number two. A seagull. Close. Vin Diesel. He's a goose. You can still redeem yourself. You can still get the majority. Seagull's close. This is your final 
It's a pigeon. A pigeon. A pigeon. It's a pigeon. You may remove your hand from the box. That was awful. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Not terrible. Um, I'd say you're further down the road than Mela is. Great. Rashawn, will you please put your hand in the box? How dare you use the voice of my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Rashawn, mm -hmm. I have in front of me a Ouija board. What would you like me to ask it? Okay, I'll ask it myself. Uh, no, 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 no. Is Rashawn alone in his room? No. Copper glasses, you're not real. Yeah. Hopper's in the room. I don't like the back talk. Rashawn, what should I ask the spirits? Are Josh and I going to be friends after this episode? Oh, oh it's... What the fuck? <laughs> it's spelled out hell. Rashawn wins. Rashawn's the Quisa Hatterack. <laughs> oh Rashawn my god! <laughs> pull your hand up. Pull your hand Excuse me. What the fuck? Rajon wins. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> you just see me. <laughs> congrats. Uh, who won't congrats be sleeping to the, tonight? <laughs> congrats to the Quisettes, Hatterack, Rashawn. Um, off the record, if it if it eases <laughs> your guys' anxiety about the validity of that Ouija board, I had to turn on airplane mode so the ads wouldn't keep interrupting it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes me feel a little better, but we're still going to stage our bedroom after this. <laughs> I already uninstalled the app, too, so. It's got like a 3.4 on Google Play. It's not even. All right. I'm going to go listen to some Kirk Franklin or something. Uh-oh. It's mine. <laughs> All right. Congrats. Rashawn's our savior. Um, he's gonna save us daddy savior save me <laughs> from hell <laughs> <laughs> wrapping things up it seems we can come to the conclusion that dune is a technological filmmaking marvel denny villeneuve put his whole dick on the table with this movie and it is a sci-fi movie through and through Good and good or bad, whatever that means to you, it is a sci-fi movie. All right. <clears throat> who's who's helping? Who's someone's spirituals? Um, <laughs> someone was clore. Hans Zimmer, my baby, my Yo. baby boo. <laughs> I don't like that. You don't like it one bit. We end each episode with a quick round of six degrees of separation, connecting this week's episode to next week's episode. So, who can give me the fastest connection between one of the stars of this week's movie, Oscar Isaac, to one of the stars of next week's movie, Dan Aykroyd? Come on, Aykroyd. 
Gang, where you at? Heads. Sean's going through it. I am. I really am. I'm like so close, I'm going nuts. Yeah. I did it, boys and girls. I stumped them. It's crazy. No. You didn't. We're all using Ghostbusters, right? No. Whoa, of course he's not. Dude, this is a toughie. Whoa. Look at his tech. Give a hint to the whole class. I'm like so angry right now, I cannot remember this person's name. <laughs> For the life of me, I can only remember their character's name. God. Ah, I got it! Okay, no, I don't got it, but I got the character. Okay. <laughs> Hear it. Oscar Isaac is in Drive with Carrie Mulligan, who's in The Great Gatsby with Leonardo DiCaprio, who's in Django Unchained with Jamie Foxx, who's in Dream Girls with Eddie Murphy, who's in Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd. You got it in five. Good job. Jesus Christ. Holy <laughs> shit. And even I expected more Ghostbusters Afterlife to be used. Oh, and I totally forgot to. A little end. Mm -hmm. That counts. That counts. Uh, spoiler alert. Whatever. All right. That's it for this week's episode. When Sin Files attack, as always, I'll just ask you this time. We'd love it if you took a moment. Go like, subscribe, rate us. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods. That's where you can find us, or anywhere else that you get your podcast make sure to give us a follow on there and also go on to twitter follow us on twitter and instagram at cinephile attack and if you have a suggestion for a new episode or you just want to show us some love send us an email at when cinephiles attack at gmail.com from josh mella lacy and rashawn i couldn't think of anything funny and doing related to say so goodbye <laughs> <laughs> see you later